Welcome to No Apology Needed. This is part two of the toxic relationship uh, episode that we did last week. Um, This one specifically, we are going to be talking about platonic relationships and how those can be toxic. But also we're going to add a little bit on to what we said about gender norms and feelings, especially in a platonic relationship. Um, Just a reminder this podcast we talk about everything and anything unapologetically period so i hope you enjoy okay okay so um i guess let's start off with the why like why we wanted to talk about this Mm -hmm. this is a serious topic that a lot of teenagers and even some adults go through um i'm gonna start off with feelings in a relationship a friendship because that is what leads to the toxic mm-hmm. aspect most of the time. Um, if you're in a friendship with someone and you develop feelings, you just need to play the situation. But you don't like if you're in a friendship and you say, "Oh, I have feelings for this person," and you tell them, if they don't have those feelings back, don't make them feel bad about it. Now. I am the type of person that, like, if I don't like you back, you keeping on flirting with me, it's cool. I don't mind it. But if it's hurting you, don't do it. Because oftentimes what happens is, like, you'll still think that you have a shot with whoever you're trying to flirt with. And then a lot of times, in my personal experience, once they realize they don't, it turns toxic. And if you notice someone flirting with you that you don't have feelings for tell them to stop because it always ends in a a bad place it really does like if you feel yourself having ulterior motives in your friendship with whether it's you want to be in a relationship with them you want to be more than friends physically with them you are using them for something you you know Whatever that may be, you need to stop. Whether you realize it or not, a lot of people do it and don't realize it. But it's bad. And if you think someone else is doing that, talk to them about it. Like, you just have to be upfront because the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. And there's no no way out. Um, another reason why we chose to, like, do a, like, a separate episode for toxic platonic relationships and just platonic relationships in general is because there's, like, so much information about both mm-hmm. ro- romantic and platonic toxic relationships. And to be quite frank, I feel like toxic platonic relationships are so much harder to get out of. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's been a long friendship. Yeah. And I feel like me and you have both had, like, experiences with toxic relationships. Yes. With, like, different people, but also some of the same people. Yes. And so, um, we have, like, some really good insight on this, I feel like. Oh, yeah. But I just want to, like, start off this episode because I feel like this is going to be more advice than we did last episode. That, like, this is all, like, our opinion of advice. Yes. Unsolicited advice. Yes. So, if you want to take it, go ahead, but, like, also, if our advice ruins your life, it's not our fault. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, if our friendship, 
I mean, <laughs> sorry. If our unsolicited advice ruins your friendship with someone, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is not our fault. Don't please. come after us, yeah. please. Um, yeah. Um, I guess let's start with warning signs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so one big thing for me is I'm a very, I forgive people way too easily. And one thing I've learned through that is if someone says something to you that was hurtful and they say they don't mean it, somewhere in their heart they did and they thought it before, yeah. whether they're drunk or they're sober or they have an excuse I think, that they were yeah. just tired or they were, you know, angry. Like, no, they meant that somewhere and you and, have to keep that in mind. And kind of like what we said in the last episode where it's like in the heat of the moment in a fight when people are like, oh, I didn't mean that. There is always a part of someone, especially whenever they're angry, where they tell the truth. Yeah. Or how they feel. Mm-hmm. And, like, so whenever people are like, I just said it to say it, I said it to hurt you, I don't actually mean it. And even if that is the case, you still know that they wanted to hurt you. And yeah. that's not a real friend. I'll, I'll, I kind of don't agree with you right there. I think, depending on how bad of the insult... Or mm-hmm. how bad they, like, dug through. Yeah. You know? And so I... But I definitely think that is a conversation that people need to have. Especially if y'all do get into a fight. Is, like... What was said was said. Like, you can't erase that. That is yeah. still with me. I have internalized that. And I processed that. You thought those things. So where did those come from? Am I doing something wrong? Do we need to fix this relationship? And I also feel like that can very much be the same with the relationship episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that um, it's also, though, toxic to not have fights with your friends. Yes, like if you're the type of person and you just avoid every controversial thing... One day, it like, you're never going to not have a fight. And one day when you do have that fight, everything's going to be brought up and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be bad. And for people who are, like, more passive, making confrontation or, like, being, like, aggressive, especially during, uh, like, confrontation is very hard. I am not one of those people. I can, I can play with the best of them. I can argue with the best of them. And so, but, like, if you are a passive person, you just have to realize that, like, at some point, arguments are going to have to happen. And it's not even arguments. I'm not talking about the, like, arguments that you see in TV shows where it's, like, they're standing in the rain and they're crying and they're yelling at each other. I mean, arguments are just, like... A part of life, they're a part of relationships, and if you don't have them, that can be very unhealthy. Because if it's, like, a serious thing, and you don't have an argument about it, you can internalize all of that. Yeah, and you're gonna blow up one day. Yeah, and so, yeah, I guess. And I guess I can segue off of that. Um, With that being said, if your friend is doing something that you don't agree with, like, for example, vaping, smoking, drinking, drugs say something now you are not in the right to try and change them but it is best to say something because especially if you don't want to be surrounded by it like i'm just going to be really honest i have friends that vape and i have friends that drink 
And yeah, same. it's not, I tell them that I don't, I don't approve of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I let them know that because when it does come time, if it gets serious and I have to remove myself from the situation, they're going to know why. Yeah. You can't just all of a sudden be like, mm, bye. You have to tell them from the get go that you're uncomfortable with what's happening. Yeah. And also because if you don't like what they're doing and you really care about them, you should say something. And can I segue something off of that and then you continue? Mm -hmm. If you are, like, genuinely worried for their health, tell a parent. Yes. Or, like, a grown-up. I did this with someone in my life and it truly, like, it helped. Yeah. And, but, like, tell an adult. Tell their parent. Tell a... Uh, like a adult that y'all both know. Yes. And, but I would recommend a parent. I wouldn't recommend yeah. like a teacher or anything yeah, like no. that. I a think parent, going a parent, sort of guardian, model. yeah, a guardian or a role model would yeah. be the best option. And, because um, no matter what happens, they're going to go back and tell the parent. Like you tell um, someone that you go to church with, that both of you go to church with, they're going to go back and tell the parent. Cause at the end yeah. of the day, the only one that has a say is the parent. Yeah. But it's not being a snitch. If they be like, Oh, don't tell my parent this, but it gets to a point. Like for example, with the drugs and alcohol, if your friend just occasionally drinks, um, on the weekends and is safe about it, that's one thing. But when that starts turning into, they're drinking every night and they're going out and they're starting to drive and drink or they're hanging with the wrong crowd. That's when you tell their parents and when they go, oh, you betrayed my trust. You go, no, I kept you safe. I did what was right. Because at the end of the day, you're going to regret it more if they get hurt than if you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And no, I said that wrong. If they get hurt and you don't say anything, then if you were to say something and them get mad at you. And also, if your friend knows you're, like, uncomfortable with drinking and driving and doing drugs or vaping or anything, and they do that, that means that they don't respect your moral compass. Yes. And that can also be very toxic. Yeah. Now, if they're going in with the wrong crowd and, like, you are able to save them, or not even save them, I don't want to... But, like, guide them. Guide them back. Mm -hmm. Do that. Make sure to do that. But if they they have, like, stopped being friends with you and they are partying and doing the wrong thing, go to someone. Yeah. And honestly, after you go to someone, let that be it. Yes. If you did what you had to do and they still do stuff, that's that is not... That's when you step back. That's when you step back and you know it's not your responsibility. Yeah. Just like we said in the relationship episode the romantic relationship episode i'm gonna say it right here you are not responsible for someone's happiness safety or like mental health yeah after you leave a relationship or even during the relationship mm-hmm. and that goes to an extent because you, you cannot control their actions you cannot control their actions and if and if you have like a controlling friend as well i'm also gonna do kind of a devil's advocate thing where it's like yeah. if you have a controlling friend who like is trying to dictate what you do when it comes to like just little things mm-hmm. or big things even if you're not doing the wrong thing that is also toxic yeah i it's just whenever we talk about like toxic 
traits. There is such a fine line between caring for someone and toxic, and toxic, but but with certain things. Now, obviously, like physical abuse, there is two things: you are either healthy and don't hit your partner, or you're unhealthy and you do. Same with like verbal abuse and mental abuse. Yeah. And so, like, there's a difference between explaining to someone that you care about them and that you love them and so you're doing certain things for that. And then there's the unhealthy version of I love you and I'm trying to do good things for you. Well, and also, when it comes to, like, the fine line between toxic and, and whatever, when we say tell them not to do that, you tell them and you step back. You don't have, like... It does become toxic whenever you do try and control them because that that's not your role that you don't get the the right to do that. That's still another human being. But if you do what you can from afar, it's fine. Like I I'm going to share my personal stuff right now. Um I have a friend, a new friend, and like we we hang out and stuff, but I don't support that person's habits when it comes to vaping and I don't I don't like it it makes me sad for them because like it's quite literally ruining their future Mm -hmm. but and I've spoke my piece about that but I am now at a point where I just distance myself and I don't go out with that person very much anymore and I I choose if I see them it's in a social setting when I can walk far away from them Mm -hmm. and and I don't I like if I know that person has nicotine with them, I'm not I'm not near that person. Anyways, I just think like in that situation I'm doing what I can at best and and like yeah, it sucks because all of my friends hang around him, that person. Um and it's cool. Like I don't care, but because I care about that person, I'm just going to let them do them and I'm going to step back cuz that's mm-hmm. that's all I can do. Like it's really it's not that complicated, but I'm, like, I know how it feels to care about someone and wish they would stop. Yeah, definitely. And same with, you know, my family. I've watched them, you know, drink and smoke Yeah, cigarettes. and we both have that. Yeah. I mean, we both have, like, alcoholic, uh, an alcoholic parent. Yeah. We both have one. Yeah. Um... And that's honestly why, if we're talking about, like, moral, I don't, mm, like, drinking for me is very weird. Yeah. Because it's, like, there are people who just can't handle it it and alcoholics. Yeah. That's how alcoholics are created. But then on another part of me, I feel like if you, there is a safe way to drink. There's a safe way to drink responsibly. Yeah. And honestly, if people do that, I don't mind. Another thing is when it comes to them drinking and doing stuff like that, do not give in because I'm going to be real straightforward with you guys right now. I did. And there was one night where I I was like, you know what? It's happening. And and I gave in and it was not fun. And I like literally turned into a whole different person and I'm never doing it again until I'm of age. And those people are my best friends, but I am not doing that again. And when they drink, I will choose to not be around it. And that's just how it's going to have to be because I, I, my moral compass tells me not to. And, uh-huh. and that's another thing. Our experiences have built why, who we are. yeah, who we are, our morals. And if, 
your parents are fine with you, you know, choosing to do those things, go for it. But I'm not going to stick around for it. And that's okay. Yeah, I've left. I haven't, I haven't left. I think I've left like one thing where thing, it was like two other people and they like were just doing things that I was just like, I'm so over this. I don't want to be here for mm-hmm. this. And so I like called my mom and was like, hey, come pick me up. Mm-hmm. But like in a secret way, I don't know. We, me and my mom have this thing where like if I don't want to be in a social like. Yeah, us too. Uh, I like tell, I like call her and pretend that she's saying no already. Yeah. Or, like, I sent her, like, a specific emoji. Either or. Yeah. No. And, and that's how you... Sh- you should have something like that with your yeah. parents. If you need out of a situation... Kids our age these days, they're... They're, they're crazy. Risky. Yeah. And, and we're at that age where people are driving now. And there are some people that I'm genuinely... Like, I do not want to be in the car with oh, them. Oh, same. Yeah. Like, I will not. And, like, there's just some people... Like, they can be my best friends and I can trust them with my life. But there's... Some people just make some decisions and I'm just like, no. You're so dumb. Yeah. I genuinely look at people and I'm like, you're dumb. You're making stupid decisions. And honestly, sometimes I look at people and I, I'm like, do you even have a brain? Yeah. Like, do you think things through? Mm -hmm. Can I say something? Yes. Okay. So while we're like giving advice, Mm -hmm. I feel like it is very important to also say if you are giving advice to your like friend a lot which like that is a part of friendship a part of friendship is like going to each other and being like oh what should i do yeah like that is genuinely like what friendship is kind of and you like give them really solid advice and they do quite literally the opposite and they uh, they continue just like oh what should i do what should i do and then you keep giving them really good advice and they are not listening to you there is a point where you have to be like, why do you ask me? Like, why do you ask me for advice if you're not going to listen to it? Because I've had, like, instances with friends with where... With me. Well, yeah, but it's different be... I don't know. It's, like, a different thing with you and I. Yeah. Because I feel like we don't really ask for each other for advice that often. I feel like when we're together, we're giving other people advice. Yeah. Well, and I guess it's, like, different with us because it's I don't usually come to you going, what should I do? I just tell you what happened, and then you ought, you just say, here's what I would do. Yeah. So it's not technically, like... And I'm not giving you advice. I'm just being, like, if you want my honest opinion, this is what yeah. I would do in my circumstance. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, I think you should. I'm, like, this is what I would do. Yeah. And those are two different types of like advice exactly because like for example if i how do i put this if i am in a situation and i'm like listen i gotta tell this this kid that he is you know looks just like channing tatum and i'm in love with him carson would tell me just say it (laughs) and i would be like no No, because carson can't handle rejection i cannot yeah. And we've been through this before. Yeah. Like, if you watch episode one, boy from a year ago, I know you know who I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't boy from a year ago, he flat told me, and I did not tell him, because I just cannot... That's not who I am, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like we need to, like, go back to the subject yeah. of toxic friendship. 
Yes. And there are, like, so many different ways. And I hate the fact that we're kind of following the same narrative that we did last episode. Yeah. But a pet peeve of mine as well is whenever social, like, social media and media in general romanticizes toxic relationships. Yes. And that's not... And I feel like now they aren't really doing that as much. But I know in, like, Mean Girls. Yeah. Mean Girls. And even though they were making fun of, like, that mean... Like, the whole thing is it's, like, nuance or, like, making fun of that mean girl culture. It's very much a thing. It's it's still a thing. It's so real. It's gonna be a thing. Forever. Forever. Yeah. As long as public school exists. (laughs) Yeah. As long as any school exists. Yeah. It's just, like, clicks. While I don't have, like, a problem with clicks, I have a problem whenever it gets to the point where it's almost, like, separated. I I don't know segregation is the right word, and I don't think it is. But it's, like, where the status quo is so important to schools. Mm -hmm. That's whenever toxic, like, school environments, and especially toxic friends come into play yes because whenever the click or like the status quo is so important to a school i feel like if you are friends with different people in different clicks that makes people uncomfortable and they don't understand that like you can have friends Mm -hmm. other than the people that you are like have the same things in common with because the people i'm friends with almost none of them have the same qualities that i do yeah and I love that because it's so refreshing Mm -hmm. because I see things in my point of view and my point of view is very, I don't want to say straightforward, but like I very much blunt. blunt, Yeah. And I'm very, I say I'm like a realist. Yeah. It's real. My point of view is very realistic. And then I have friends who like see the world in such a different point of view that I would never think of. And it truly like inspires me. You know what I mean? And so, it also, when it comes to toxic friendships, whenever they don't like your other friend because they're different yeah, and stuff like that, that is whenever you need to put that person aside and be like, look, these are my friends, not yours. They don't have to be yours. But since they are my friends, you don't have the right, unless I give you, to talk bad about them. Yeah. And even then, why would I give you the right... There are rare occasions whenever I would give you the right to talk bad about my other friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and it's also like, even if they don't like your other friends, if they don't like you having other friends in general... Yes. Or if they have severe jealousy issues, like, we all get jealous. Yeah. We all do. Like, it's completely normal. But it's different when you act on it and feel that you are like responsible and you are the person that is allowed to say and dictate who who your friends can be friends with and if they can hang out with other people without you it's completely normal it's healthy you don't have to be together 24 7 yeah and honestly i feel like toxic it's very toxic whenever y'all are around each other for a long time because i have great friends specifically a great friend who we used to spend so much time together so much almost Like, we would FaceTime every day, we would text, we would call, we would do all of that, and on the weekends we would hang out, and then slowly after, like, slowly, I, like, got so tired of it. Yeah. 
And I was like, I'm exhausted. And it's not that she was exhausting. Because that's not it. No. It's, it's just, the, like, the social aspect. The social, like... Yeah, definitely the social aspect. It just becomes exhausting. And um, it's also, like... I am a firm believer in taking breaks. Oh, yes. And, like, I know usually when people are like, oh, let's take a break, that ends in, like... Bad? Bad, but truly... You need to take time for yourself. Yeah, and if that person who you're like, listen, we are, like, we, whenever we first became friends, we are two very different people now. Yeah. And I feel like we need to look, we need to figure out who we are outside of each other, Mm -hmm. because definitely whenever it comes to, like, that best friend, like, stereotype when you're all together all the time... Y'all like cling on to each other and like, You're like y'all carbon copy clones. Yeah, of each other. and that is not healthy. Being carbon copy cutouts of each other, like you just mm-hmm. said, is so unhealthy because you have to find out who you are. Because believe it or not, y'all might not be friends forever. Yeah, and I don't believe in that whole friendship forever thing. I don't no, really I feel like friendships go through seasons, and sometimes those seasons end. Yeah, like honestly. I, like, me and Carson were best friends, but we both realize there's going to come a point in time where our priorities are going to shift, and we won't be with each other all the time. And that, and truly and honestly, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I don't think it is either. No, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. Okay, so, whenever friendships end... And, like, people, or, like, when relationships end and they're, like, we just wasted all of, you wasted my time. No. It was, like, that may be kind of true in a way, but we grew with each other. Yes. That time, like, I guess the, like, physical time was wasted, but, like, in this weird, like, metaphysical way, yeah. we grew with each other over time. Yes. While time was wasted, we grew. Well, and I I don't feel like time is wasted in any relationship. I am, like, a firm believer that you can learn from everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I... My worst friendships and, like, friendship breakups that I've been through, I don't regret them at all because... Oh, yeah. If you think about it, during that time, you still had fun with them. Mm -hmm. And although it had to end and it was crappy, you learned something from that friendship that you can carry on into a new one. Yes, definitely. And I am a firm believer in that. And I think that, like, we all need to be okay with growth and accept that, like, in every friendship, we've all done something wrong. Yeah. Like, every friendship ends and it's no one side. I understand that now, but I yeah. used to be that person. I was like, I didn't do nothing. Yeah, like, definitely. I was, I I was, was a like firm that believer well. that I was like the best friend anyone could ask for. And now I understand like I have my faults. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with the fact that like I, there are some relationships that like, I feel bad because I just let go of them. Yeah. And, and yeah. But it's until you acknowledge that you, you will be a toxic friend. You have to understand that there are times where you are not going to be the best person. And when that comes, you don't get to ignore it. You have to... He- put it... Like, you have to deal with it head on. Yes, and you have to tell them, like, hey, I'm sorry. And just like me and you, in the last episode, we talked about how I put him aside. I did, and I've apologized for that, and I've realized that. Yeah. And and it's just... It's... You have to be open to criticism. 
and, yes. and being wrong. And um, there are some like pet peeves I have with friendships, mm-hmm. and I feel like we both have these where it's like if a man. If, like, a male and a female are best friends, or, like... And honestly, I've kind of gotten to the point in my life where I don't think I necessarily believe in best friends. Yeah. I think adding that best friend, like, that best to it seems just very permanent. Yes. And so, like... I like the term good friends. Good friends, yeah. Yeah. We're very good friends. Saying best on something... I don't know. And I saw this TikTok about this where it was like, that's like very childish to say best friend. And not necessarily like if you believe in best friends, you're childish. Or if you say this is my best friend is childish. That's not true. Just in my eyes, I feel like friendships and like the way that time passes for us is like it never stops. And so people leave, people go, Mm -hmm. you find other people. I think it's like, the term I love you. I think it's overused. Now, I'm so guilty of this. There are people that I will literally meet, like, I don't know, like, weeks ago, and I will call them my best friend, but it's, it's, I'm gonna be honest, like, there are a lot of people I've called my best friend that are not my best friend. Like, there's a, there are people right now that I tell them that they are my best friend, and they are not my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's understood that, like, we just mean that in a, and I, oh, I really like being friends with you, wait. It's like, I love you. Like, how many times do people say I love you and don't actually mean it? It's overused. It's lost its meaning. And it's like, um, I think it was, a. Uh, um, it's a lyric. And it's like, those three words are said too much, but not enough. Yes, exactly. I think it's how to save a life. <laughs> I think it's called How to Save a Life, and it's like those three words are said too much, but not enough, which is so true. Mm-hmm. We're in, we've like kind of normalized love as a culture. We have normalized yes. loving other people whenever like love is such a huge thing. And I am going gonna go on a tangent: how words have weight that we don't put on them. Yes. Like, love. Or war. Yeah. And hate. Hate. Hate is a strong word, but everyone throws it around. And I'm guilty of that. And I know we always... I know as, like... Like, adults are always like, hate's a strong word. And, like, we're, like, rolling our eyes and we're like, whatever, I hate this or whatever. But it is very true. Like, hating or, like, hatred is such a weighted word. Mm -hmm. Same with war and peace. Yeah. And, like, love. But I think it's just a thing now. Like, we're never going to bring it back. Yeah, and, like, kind of how we normalize friendships. Yeah. Or the we're, term friends. Friend, like, The term friends. Because there are, like, levels of friendship. Well, and I'm the type of person, like, for example... I feel really bad for saying this. There was a person recently that... That told me, you know, they were like, I love you. And I do not feel that same way back. I I literally, you know, r- barely know this person. But I felt so bad about not saying I love you back. I said it back. And now, when this person says it, I'm, I just say, no, you don't. And it's not because 
I'm trying to be mean. It's because our friendship is not in this stage where you get to tell me you love me. If you're mm-hmm. going to say you love me, please mean it because I cannot, I'm, I'm about the serious stuff. You know? Yeah, same. I totally agree with that. It's like one thing to like be impact to like get off them and be like, love you, bye. It's a whole other thing to look me in my eyes and tell me that you love me. Yeah. Because I did something small for you. Do not tell me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like leading on, but like in a platonic way. Yes. Okay, yeah, no, I totally know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. I think, I think, and I'm going to say this, and I don't know if I truly believe it. But I think a part of me does, where there are a lot more ways that you could be toxic platonically than romantically. Very, very, because platonically you can get away with a lot more. Yes, 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 yes. Whenever you become romantic, people see that as like more important than platonic love. And serious, it's more long term. But when it comes to friendships, you can say things to each other Mm -hmm. and joke but really mean it in some form. That's why I hate this whole TikTok trend where it's like, it's the blank, blank, blank for me. Exactly, because they mean it somewhere. And they mean it somewhere. And I'm like, if I did this with some of my friends, we would not be friends anymore. Yes, exactly. I hated the trend. I don't like it. Anytime people are like, let's do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll be in the car, but I won't do it. Yeah. And, um, that's, just something to me that's like it's very toxic that trend is very toxic to me and it's like even if you're saying it like i know boys this is a big thing in friendships with boys they like to bully you and i don't mind it but it is like if half the things like my friends they call me okay i know everyone listening there and be like those are not your real friends they joke around and they they're like what's up blank and call me names and make fun of me and tell me I'm ugly and stuff like that and it doesn't hurt me because we're friends but imagine if if I told people hey yeah I'm dating this kid right here and then they heard how he talked to me they would be like are you kidding me yeah it's very it's a different standard it is and I'm it shouldn't be it shouldn't be I mean I also feel like people don't really understand that there is platonic intimacy there is, pl- oh my gosh, yes. Platonic intimacy and platonic passion is so real. And so real to the extent that I feel like um, it should be held more accountable than relationship. Yes. Romantic relationship and romantic passion. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know if this is just me and I don't know about our audience, but I fully think that platonic relationships are more important than romantic relationships Mm -hmm. because they're the foundation of romantic romantic relationships relationships. and and a thing and this isn't really about anything that we're talking about but whenever people who are friends like one of them likes each other okay and then they like tell the other person and they're like i'm so sorry i just don't feel that way back and then they stop being friends i'm like that is so dumb. Obviously, and yeah, it can be a little awkward at first, but my thing is if if you liked this person and they did not like you back, but they still like you as a friend, that means that y'all both like each other still in, a, in like a platonic, yes. intimate way. Yes. And honestly, if 
that should make your relationship stronger. But because, but because society has like demonized rejection and like, like humorized and like make it feel embarrassing almost to be rejected. People stop being friends because they get rejected romantically. Yes, that is that it's literally. It's so trash because I'm the type of person, I don't really ever catch feelings for my best friends, but, like, I have before. See, I just don't catch feelings. Must be nice. Well, (laughs) I have before, but my thing is, is, like, I'm so, and it's just the way society has made it, I'm scared of rejection and, and speaking my piece. Because I know that as soon as I do that, friendship ends. Yes. And I cannot control that. Even if I went up to that person and I was like, listen, I like, why does a friendship have to end? They would agree, but deep down inside, it makes things weird. And I don't understand why it has to make things weird. And I feel like a piece, a few pieces of advice that I would give people right now is if you are in, if you have like a crush or if you like someone that you're friends with, don't take the rejection so seriously and the fact that like y'all can't be friends anymore that's easier said than done baby i know but also try and i another piece of advice is that um normalize like kind of having platonic meetings kind of like family meetings where like you like talk about like what's going on do that with friends and, like, have serious conversations because I know some of my relationships with other people are, like, very jokey. Yeah. Like, our relationship is very, like, bantery, jokey. Yeah. And some of my relationships are more serious mm-hmm. with friends. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you have, like, jokey people, I feel like especially jokey people that you're friends with have more serious conversations about how are we doing? Like, is there anything I'm doing that's annoying you? How can I do better? And normalizing, like, trying to make each other's friendship better until it's, instead of waiting until the very end whenever it's terrible to try to, like, rekindle that friendship. Yes. And kind same with relationships, though. Like, don't wait until y'all are hating each other to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. But also, on hey, another note... No, I'm... No, I learned that recently in my last relationship. Don't hold it in. I held it in, and now we don't talk. Yeah. Um, I would also say, though, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I also agree with that. I think it depends on the severity of what... If it's just, like, minor, like, if that person was just, like, you know, did something that annoyed you... Yeah. Don't say anything, but if, if that person... It's just person, a constant battle... If every time you hang out, you're unhappy, say something. Because I have been that person, and I didn't say something. And sometimes you have to put your happiness before your friends. I am a firm believer in that now, and I did not see that. But I, like, you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. And I'm going to bounce off of that as well. Mm -hmm. And if you are, like, if you are trying to end it with somebody, I'm not going to give advice about, like, how to end it with somebody. Yeah, because it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for everyone. And it hurts more than a relationship, mm-hmm. like a romantic relationship, in my opinion. If they start talking bad about you and trying to rewrite this weird narrative where it was your fault and you ended it because you're selfish, mm-hmm. do not listen to them. No. Do not feel bad for them. And if they are truly doing that, then they are not worth trying to rekindle it. No, and you need to have confidence in your decisions. Yes, have, like... I don't know 
I wouldn't say, like, pray about it, but also, yeah, depending if you're religious, I would either really hard, like, I would pray about it, and if you're not religious, I would say talk to, a like, an adult or a therapist yeah. or, like, a guardian or, like, a really cool teacher you Someone have. Someone on the outside. Someone, on, like, a third-person party. Yes. Just how we ended the last episode, that's how we're going to end yeah. this episode. If you are trying to end it with a toxic friend, please go to a third party, because it's like a fresh pair of eyes. And they're going to tell you, that toxic friend is going to tell you, why are you involving people in our business? And th- and it's, and here's the deal. It's because that toxic person has pushed you to the point that you feel like you cannot do it in a respectable, just between you and yeah. me way. And I will also say though, keep it like very professional whenever you end it mm-hmm. do if they try to start fighting or don't whatever make it nasty. don't make it nasty don't dig deep have that like have respect respect and end it with closure mm-hmm. do not make it this big fight that ends with a rivalry that is created yeah because that the rivalry that you create from ending a friendship is harder to deal with than ending the friendship itself. Like, yes. I literally... How many years has it been? It's been... 7th, 8th grade, ninth grade. It's been four years since I ended one of my friendships. And I'm still dealing with the, like, weird awkwardness. Yeah. And I... It's weird because I am the person... Like, if I see them... I don't, like, make nasty faces at them. I don't do anything. But it's still, like... It's awkward because I know that in their head, they probably want to kill me. Yeah. And, like, I think my final piece of advice... I don't yes. know if you have a final final piece of advice. My final piece of advice is to... Um, even if you end it, and if it goes bad... Remember that you both grew... Yes. In a way that you are now more emotionally mature. And... I'm going to also add this, and if you realize that you didn't grow at all during this relationship, then it was kind of, that means that they were not worth it. No, but you don't need to beat yourself up over it. No, definitely not. Because at the end of the day, like, this is what I was going to say for my final advice. Just know, at the end of the day, what you did was what you thought was best at the time, and that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for wa- listening to yes. not your no apology needed. <laughs> Sorry, we changed our name, name halfway through. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you f- m- so much for listening to no apology needed. Um, we will see you next week. Next week, and Hope this helped maybe let some of you guys have someone to relate to mm-hmm. um we're probably gonna have an instagram yeah sometime soon sometime soon and so um follow it yeah follow it um share this with your friends please um make this like a like a if, speaking of friendship or like romantic relationship or like family or whatever share this with like everyone that you're really close with yes. and like maybe make it your own little thing where y'all listen yeah. to it together oh that'd be so cute yeah and so i hope y'all enjoyed thank you so much and we will see you next week bye, bye.